Tanya, would you say that rare... <laughs> would you say that well-behaved women rarely make history? Oh, God. <laughs> I I love a good platitude. What if you were a well-behaved woman that did make history? That's that's unfair. This is erasure of the well-behaved women that do make history. Yeah. Is this... Um, are you trying to tie all this back to... Uh, What's her tits saying she's I, a street fighter? I think what Terrence <laughs> is saying is that there are some well-behaved women that do make history. That's right. I'm just saying we shouldn't forget about the well-behaved women that do make history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just an observation. Nancy. Nancy, yeah. She's a street fighter. She's a she's a bad who's nancy who's woman. nancy the street fighter <laughs> nancy pelosi she said she would oh, take on God. this this week yeah she said if those uh if those uh january 6 uh crazies had got to her they would have had a fight on their hands because she's a street fighter <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> they're gonna make a they're gonna make a dramatization of that and like they're gonna find like the hottest Italian babe like Monica Bellucci to play like the fictionalized ver- dramatized version of Nancy Pelosi everybody's gonna be like yes yes she's gonna like leg sweep like a would be assailant and then like do some kind of crazy karate move on them. dude yeah it's gonna be Nancy Pelosi in Gal or Nancy Pelosi and Diane Feinstein played by Monica Bellucci and Gal Gadot like a Jewess and an Italian just kicking ass in front of the Capitol on the Capitol steps, joining arms and doing like like uh, <laughs> like a clothesline maneuver on like on like yeah, some bro. dude from Arkansas that was there spreading the <laughs> Q gospel. <laughs> I had a professor in college said that, and you know, I've doubted him for a long time, but it turns out a lot of what he said was validated later on by George Clooney's dad no less <laughs> but he said that uh, <laughs> him and a friend of his were in, involved in a street fight one time and that they were riding on motorcycles and that they reached over <laughs> and grabbed arms <laughs> and clotheslined the guy that was trying to go after him I said that did not fucking happen <laughs> and he got mad at me and hissed oh my god would you say the woman who was killed at the at the January 5th was she was definitely not a well-behaved woman and she made history. So it's it, she tr- she proves the maxim. It's true. Not the kind of history you want to make, obviously, ideally, but What's her name? January 5th. Well, they say there is no bad press. Woman died january 5th. do you think trump proved that trump proved that there's no bad press yeah what is her name although i guess he did lose eventually well not according to him did y'all have y'all covered this that he's uh made his he's made a his comeback was it cpac or something yeah well we talked no i don't think we have actually I can't even remember what no, day I li- that happened. I, I listened to Sunday's episode. Y'all know how bad I am at listening to episodes, and I did listen to it, and I'm so excited for Wattsburg's public transit. <laughs> Thanks can't for plugging the Patreon. Go check out the Patreon if you want to find out. the v- Wattsburg's bus future. Yeah, Wattsburg's bus future. We, we hired a consultant for $1 trillion. 
Seven trillion. Seven trillion, my bad. (laughs) Shit, Tanya's the one who's keeping the books. What is this lady's name that died in the Capitol riots? Oh, the one who got shot? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's not a well-behaved woman. Yeah, no, no. (laughs) But that's tight. I... And and her Twitter was like just rants, just her ranting and raving. That's right. That's awesome. Oh wow. Um, well, so anyways, uh, there's a few things I wanted to talk about this week. Not Trump saying going to CPAC last week, this week, and saying he. <laughs> I think I was like uh, one month ago. <laughs> the last the last that? Trump headline I read was he crashed a wedding at Mar-a-Lago and like they kind of goaded him into giving a speech and then he just got on the microphone and instead of toasting the bride was just going on about how he's got screwed out of the election. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is the best shit in the world. I thought he spoke, it might not have been CPAC, I thought he spoke at something last week. He went off on one. Well, I heard, I saw him go off on McConnell last week. Like he's just being ripped. Yeah. He's just being... <laughs> I mean, yeah, he ripped McConnell, and he's back on. I thought he, because of the January sixth stuff, I thought he had shut the fuck up about losing, about actually winning the election. But he's back on it. He just, he was just like, he just took I a think, little. I think time the out. event you're thinking of is the Williams Goldstein wedding at Mar-a-Lago. That's <laughs> he, he spoke. <laughs> oh God! Instead of toasting the bride. He <laughs> that now tom you know very well that he has become his own drawstring doll and there's no toast in the bride on the doll does not toast the bride no that's that's, yeah they should have known that before they handed him a microphone he wasn't gonna yeah be be toasting anybody that's what they wanted he's he's only got seven lines they really i think that's what they wanted congrats is not one of them no (laughs) not tom have you ever, have you guys ever heard of the the child prodigy Christian Heinrich Heineken? Cannot say I have. <laughs> Christian Heinrich Heineken he, is he did he does he got something to do with Heineken beer? No, he memorized he could he could recite the Bible by the age of one. Is this the guy? Is this the kid that died and went to heaven? Wait, <laughs> wrote a book the, called wrote a tome people... called Heaven Is Real. Oh, uh, it's um Colton Burpo. Oh, Most people can't even talk at the age of one. He could talk in a couple months after being born, apparently. <laughs> Pretty impressive <laughs> clip, honestly. That's crazy. Me, I was silent till I was twelve. <laughs> I also that's, peed the bed till I was twelve. That's why we can't get you to shut the fuck up. When now. I quit peeing the bed is when my when my tongue came undone <laughs> and I began to have a good joke. This oh my god! This show from here on out will always open up with a piece of German history from the 16th or 17th century. Christian Heinrich Heineken lived in the early 1700s, so, and he died by age four of celiac disease. But um, <laughs> <laughs> the earliest known case of celiac disease, gluten sensitivity, or sensitivity. Um, anyways. Uh, so anyways, that's your, uh, medieval German or, um, (laughs) (laughs) early modern period German history for you for the week. Last week's was the ABC Darians. Um, 
Uh, we got a few things to discuss this week. Um, right before we got on the sh- the call, Tom sent me a article. I have been trying my hardest to avoid the J.D. Vance news this week, but my man went and finally uh, pissed off uh, all of his fellow board members on the App Harvest board. So Wait, they, that's the board he stepped off of? Yeah, they kicked him off, I think. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, did y'all see the shit I sent you? There is a whole trailer park organizing against App Harvest in Rowan County. What? You didn't send this? this? Yes, I did. I sent it in the in the in our Twitter. I sent a tweet to you all in our little Twitter oh. thing chat. Y'all never y'all don't pay no a bit of attention to me. <laughs> I, I knew I you were going to say that. I it's literally not. sent you all pics of me from Dollywood. <laughs> a treasure people would pay good money for. That they are paying good money we're for. Like, cool, pics of Tanya. me in Dollywood. <laughs> I sent it to you for free and I get crickets. Cool. There's Nothing. Tanya Dollywood. <laughs> Nothing. This is premium paid content. Y'all Just get for free. Thousands Tanya, of- <laughs> I'll be honest with you. You you flashed us and I didn't appreciate you. Um... <laughs> I did not. You did. It wasn't that premium. It was problematic. It wasn't that premium. That's hilarious. Just like, why aren't you two one of the thousands of (laughs) of my adoring thousands of admirers? (laughs) My friends can't even be like, hell yeah, you're in Hollywood. God damn it. (laughs) Um. No, I sent it to you all. There is a whole trailer park being run. Like, they are, they have evicted. They're trying to evict the entire trailer park so the app harvest can expand into the area. Are you fucking kidding me? I swear oh to God. It, it's God. literally exact. It's a cat cafe. We got a cat cafe situation. Brewing but it's, in our own backyard. But it's those, It's like a shit tomato operation taking over a trailer park, which is undoubtedly, as we've already uh, documented many times, in a floodplain. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was going to say is what they should do is be like, you drive a hard bargain, guys. But listen, buy us all new homes. We'll move this way and you can have this all to yourself. And then App Harvest will be underwater. And Literally, yeah. First strong rain, really. Except, <laughs> except they're not offering them, of course, any relocation fees. They're not offering up anything. Well, why am I not surprised? So yeah, App Harvest is uh, they're 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 making a name for themselves. God damn, Jonathan Webb is such a not even an interesting character. He's a very banal character, but I'm wondering how he made his matriculation from beat maker for Ramel Smooth Bradley's very short lived rap career to guy that worked at Department of Defense and now has gotten in on the ground floor of uh, apparently the billion dollar hydroponic tomato boom which is really just uh you know let's get our inf- our infrastructure the word du jour uh, in place for when cannabis is legalized and stuff yeah uh, is it app harvest i'm it's this guy patrick madden wealthy lexington de- developer is app harvest in rowan county it is in moorhead yeah moorhead yeah, yeah that's rowan okay I can't. Patrick Madden's a, a horse lawyer in Lexington. <laughs> a horse lawyer. It sounds so crazy. It's just ridiculous. Well, I mean, equine lawyer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know all don't, about Don't the condescend in my horse knowledge. <laughs> I know that horse means equine. I'm aware. <laughs> but, so... 
He got kicked off of App Harvest's board. He did. Was it for popping off about Tucker Carlson? I think it was. Yes, I think it was for popping off about the white race. <laughs> yeah, you see, he was. It was for showing concern for white birth rates. Um, but he did that. He did that so long ago. Anytime you pop off about the. I'm going to go look it up right now. Let's see. Here we go. We thank Dave and JD for being early. Who's Dave? Who, who's Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Equilib- Who the fuck is Dave? <laughs> Equilibrium CEO and Chairman Dave Chin also ex- exited the board of directors. We thank Dave and JD for being early investors who threw their full support into establishing App Harvest as a mission-focused company doing good for people and planet. I mean, come on. If you think JD just left on his own volition, you're out of your mind. Of course they fucking kicked him up. Well, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I Who the fuck knows? I mean. I'm trying to see what the deal with Dave Chin is. I used to know some. There was a lot of Chins in Rowan County. Is that like. What you gotta figure out what it, uh, equilibrium? I'm trying is. to figure out if he's like one of the one of the Rowan County Chins. Well, look up equilibrium. I mean, JD, he even went. I'm on his Twitter right now. He even went so far as to draw the uh, a mean word from our friend Matt. <laughs> Matt Jones. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. yeah, he 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 drew the air of Matt Jones. That's hard to do. In Matt a, loves to play everybody. Matt's everybody's friend. Let's see. And a post on Monday. Twitter on Twitter Monday, Vance said states should quote raise their taxes and do whatever else is necessary to fight these goons in response to corporations who are protesting against voting restrictions. What is he talking about? I mean, dude, I've been so out of it. Is he talking about the people who have protested Georgia because of the voting laws? Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, these people were just like really just making some noise trying to like have the right to vote and he's like no no they're goons he called like, yeah called, he literally called people who are just just want the right to vote goons goons, goons. Um, oh my fucking god app harvest plant aims to have 12 facilities growing and supplying fruits and veggies by 2025 this motherfucker is obsessed with Tucker Carlson. He loves him. He does love him. He, he says nobody in America is speaking out for the working man like Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Both cultural and economic questions Tucker poses. He just sat, They just had uh, an infamous sit-down. You know, that's what they love. They love a sit-down. Uh-huh. A sit-down with Tucker. In, in the comments, William Spencer says... I think everybody recognizes an extreme right-wing lunatic when they see one. And the purpose of App Harvest is giving Eastern Kentuckians a hand up and a chance with something new. A brave and noble undertaking. Yet, expressing support for ideologues like Tucker Carlson ruined this enterprise from the beginning. Do you see what we're working with? Yeah, that's what ruined do, it from the do beginning. Do you see yeah, what we're it. working with here? It's like, dude, this is really what you run into over and over. It's like, anything that is not coal is just axiomatically deemed progressive, enlightening, empowering, yeah. equalizing. It's just like I don't know. It's kind of the opposite side of that coin of of like you know, like we've talked on the show a lot, Terrence. I think you brought it up first, Terrence, is about like how like jobs are well not only gendered these days, but also like there's like a whole culture, like all these cultural signifiers attached to them. 
and it's like any anything to do with Appalachian transition or just transition or anything like that is like ipso facto considered progressive or whatever. But if you really look at the playing field, everybody that's in on the ground floor of all these like I mean it's in Eastern Kentucky anyway, everybody that's in on the ground floor of all these sort of uh, you know just transition initiatives and everything are all like like pretty stark reactionaries <laughs> like even locally and it's all like these recycled coal guys that just get in on the ground floor of this stuff dude it's it's okay i've got yeah we yeah t- you're right because it's not it's not app harvest expanding it's like other they're trying to create other businesses like well, tagging on to app harvest that's who's trying to evict the trailer park well this is what's so maddening about this I mean, I was, this is what's so maddening about this. We've tried to articulate this over the past couple of years. If you even go back to, like, the fucking second episode we did, it's kind of, like, trying to figure this out. But it's taken a few years for me to really realize it, and this will probably be obvious to anybody. But, it, like, there are other industries here. Like, the, like yeah. Appalachia is not, like, a or central Appalachia. Eastern Kentucky is not, like, this wasteland of unemployment. Like, there are jobs, and they're in service and health care. But the, most of the people who do those jobs are not men. And so, and so then when you talk about Just Transition, what you're talking about is, like... Finding men jobs. <laughs> which is yeah. good, which, you know, that needs to happen. But what they're tr- what they mean by that is, like... Actually, but <laughs> we, we well, actually actually what we need to do is preserve this guy's well, confidence in manhood. Yeah, well, con- well, this is men's work is or or most of the work in the region now is done is like women's work. Yes, um, and except, f- however, is what I should say. Work everywhere is masculine it's considered just men's work just any work is considered that men do and then welfare is feminized however if you look at the yeah you don't see any welfare kings i'm trying to change the conversation (laughs) tom's trying to he's he's trying to be the first documented welfare king (laughs) i'll also say this if you look at the fucking the census uh eastern eastern kentucky has more women head of households than men Women are hold like are holding all the economic power in this region, but none of the political power. Well, that's I think that's what I'm getting at here. It's that, and there's a lot of reasons for this. You could like literally spend hours unpacking this. But when they talk about just transition, they do it because it allows them to not have to deal with that fact of political economy. Because once you dealt with it, then you would have to ask, well, why isn't there been a change in the political system to reflect that? Again, there's all kinds of answers for that. But um, for them, if you can just keep moving the goalpost, then you don't have to talk about like empowering any of these people. <laughs> it's just like, oh, well, you're not actually doing work. Like the work that you do is not like, it doesn't contribute to the region in the way that coal mining did. And so uh, it doesn't really count. So thanks, though. Thanks, thanks for, you know. Thanks for working 18 hours a day. That's cool. But we're going to go try it. I mean, and, but it's stupid because, like, these other jobs that they get don't actually, 
materialize, nor do they pay it, it, well. It really is. It really is kind of like Soviet Union toward the collapse, bullshit jobs type stuff. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Were they like, were they coyote? hey? Uh, hey, you went and you were making one hundred forty thousand dollars a year underground mining coal. Have you tried gardening, where you can sell your spinach to Heritage Kitchen for a hundred and twenty dollars a week? <laughs> That's something. But like the thing is, man, is is the uh, the rising tide lifts all boats. So if you do this long enough, and then we get all this going, and this gets in place, and X happens, and then you go to the farmers market and you do enough rounds on the uh, Peloton to make a smoothie, then. <laughs> We're in business, and Appalachia is back, motherfucker. Well, part we're of back. it, we're the it's the piecemeal economy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you can't, it's you, you can't. I mean, you know, everywhere else you call it the gig economy, but like we don't even have that because we don't have like DoorDash and Uber or any of that stuff. So you have to like do a series of like antiquated like <laughs> like side hustles. You know what I mean? You gotta sell copper. You gotta sell copper, <laughs> little Cut dope. Grass. Mondays and Tuesdays, you gotta do this, and then on the weekends, you gotta work the farmers market. And by God, before you know it, you have a you have a living wage. You're only working a hundred hours a week in the it's blazing so sun. It's so goddamn stupid. <laughs> All of it. Look, it's good to have a farmers market. I'm not knocking that, but like, it is like, like. The hope that we're like putting in this and that we're trying to like instill in you know all these people that are without work and everything it's like it's bullshit it always has been bullshit and it's like I'm embarrassed that I've bought into it as long as I did um then again then again if they could come in with a jobs program and create a bunch of bullshit jobs at all I, hell I'll sit at, I'll sit and fucking uh I'll be the the guy that charges the toll to cross the James W. Bates Memorial Pedestrian Bridge for sixteen dollars an hour. I'll retire doing that shit. I was I was prepared to be the events coordinator at the Daniel Boone Folk Art Hotel. See, you're setting your sights too high there. <laughs> what you need to do is you need to pick a landmark, and you're just the person that like watches that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like you would be like the Whitaker Bank like watcher. Uh-huh. And they would just pay you $15 to stand there and watch Whitaker Bank. So that's a security job, you're telling me. No, you would just watch the bank. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't try to intervene on any potential robberies or anything. You just watch you the just bank. You just watch it. Oh, okay, all right. See, and then one day you'll get like me, to you'll get a job where you actually get to have, charge a toll. Yeah. Ah. Maybe, you, Tanya, you could be the bus driver when we put... Uh, Justin's bus system in. Oh, okay, all right. Or, 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 I will be the stewardess. I'll bring everybody drinks and snacks on the bus. <laughs> give, give everybody vodka <laughs> shooters on the goddamn <laughs> pedestrian. Ma'am, going to LKLP today to get your commodities? Would you like a little Jack Daniels? It's the Valley Eagle Challenge. Yeah, <laughs> you have to. <laughs> you have to throw up you... before you get to West Whitesburg. No. I... <laughs> L8s and Grippos. I'm slinging well, L8s know, and Grippos. You know, if you ride that bus all day, you can catch you a good, but you can copy a good buzz <laughs> if you just stay on the damn bus for a couple of hours. 
I'll just be handing people those communion cups full of moonshine that you get at the moonshine distillery. I love this idea of like, but it's not like one of these like newfangled bougie like artisanal moonshine. It's just like, no, you just ride the bus and we just give you rock gut that somebody brought from the house. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the people's version of like whatever the fuck's going on at uh, Kentucky Miss Moonshine these days. Yeah. <laughs> I think part of it is like a lot of these municipalities, like their tax bases. I think, I think this like push to bring these like new jobs or whatever is really it's it's not a push to bring to create jobs for working class people here. It's to bring managerial and professional and bourgeois people to these counties so that they can contribute to the county tax base. Does that uh, make this sense? Brings, yeah, because you you saw what West Virginia's doing this week, what they announced? We've got that on. Oh, we're getting to that. Hold on. <laughs> we're getting to that. We've got that one on. Well, that's what you're getting at. <laughs> come one, come all. Pay taxes. Well, and I think also what it is, too, if you look at, like, said uh, plutocrats that, that are coming to town, a lot of them are people that made their fortunes off the backs of Eastern Kentucky. So some of that is also just, like, to... You know, like uh, like a PR thing, sort of, almost. What's fucking maddening is that they're, like, on this back end trying to get people to move here to pay taxes when they have not taxed any of the corporations that have moved in here the past fucking 50 years. Walmart, fucking none of them. They literally even gave them land. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I, I don't know. It's, 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 uh, yeah, you're right. Well, I mean, you could do what Jim Justice is trying to do, and we'll talk. Uh, I know what you're referring to, Tom, but I want to talk about this other thing that we skipped over a few weeks ago. Uh, this is from. We can't keep up with the fuckery twice a week, <laughs> and we still can't keep up with the fuckery. Knee deep in it. West Virginia governor wants a population boom in a Disney theme park. His plan? Oh. Income tax cuts. <laughs> oh, my God. How? What? Um, he says, under his plan, all tax filers would see a 60% tax cut on wages and salaries, as well as Social Security, what? unemployment, and retirement benefits. But the plan would cost the state more than a billion dollars. Uh, to account for that revenue loss, Justice has proposed massive hikes on tobacco, alcohol, and soda taxes. Um, most notably, what? though, the pan, pan... That motherfucker's gonna regret that soda tax. You don't, <laughs> you don't need any special binoculars to see. He's got about a six liter and they have it. <laughs> um, he also dreams of another win for the state, one that has found its way into marketing materials. It's a goal that Justice has re- referenced for years and has repeated often in rolling out his tax reform proposal. This is what it says. <laughs> it's a graphic in the thing itself. It says, now close your eyes. More money in your pocket. More jobs, jobs, jobs. Higher wages. Your home value significantly increases. Your, pers- your personal income tax obligation goes to zero. Population growth in West Virginia soars. Business opportunity takes off like a rocket ship. Disney World may become a reality for West Virginia. <laughs> now open your eyes. This is our opportunity in West Virginia now. <laughs> Disney World? <laughs> Can I say something? They need Disney. They could do Disney Holler. They could. They could. Bro, <laughs> bro, bro. 
think of where we got Disney World at. California, Florida, mm-hmm. Paris, uh, Disneyland. Is there any world where you could imagine Disney World Charleston? <laughs> West Virginia, not even South Carolina. No, it wouldn't even be in Charleston. They'd fucking put it in Sulphur Springs or some bullshit, the, or White Sulphur, whatever it is, where they've got... They're going to put it next to the fucking resort. Yeah, yeah. Bro, you're going to... You know, I'm, I'm going to tell you what this is. It's going to be at the Greenbrier. I'm going to tell you what they've done. His motherfuckers went and sold West Virginia to Disney, too. I thought he'd already sold it to China. How much left? I know. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that probably went bankrupt, honestly. China was probably like, nah. They backed out, I bet. Dude, being governor is so badass. This is just your job. He, This is what he said. I really, really believe that there is a real chance of landing real entertainment. Landing, you know, the next Disney. Like, that's your job. You can just, like, sit around your office and be like... But I don't. Let's get Disney World. That's that's my plan for governor. <laughs> that's what I, my, I'm going to base my reelect on. Disney World, uh, uh, Morgantown. <laughs> Man, oh dear. Jim Justice. I'm going to tell you something. Jim Justice has the best job in the world. It's awesome. He really does. He gets to get on TV and say, "If you want to eat Bob Evans, go eat Bob Evans." Like. <laughs> As, like, people are starting to drop dead, like, by the scores. Hey, don't let nothing stop. If you want to eat Bob Evans, eat Bob Evans. He encouraged students to go do all their work if they didn't have Wi-Fi at McDonald's. Sit in the McDonald's parking lot all day and do your homework. Yeah. Jim Justice rocks. I don't care what anybody says. This is a guy that has a six-mile-long high walk in one of his minds. Like, can you imagine just a six-mile stretch of road just all of a sudden one day just, like, a... Uh, just the biggest rock fall and hit a six mile long rock fall just taking yeah, everything. People talk out. about that fault line in California. Like, what the fuck's going to happen to that high wall? <laughs> yeah, that's a ticking time bomb. Ain't it, ain't it the one that's like pixelated? They like painted it to look like rock. Uh, Think about this. Think about this. Let's say from like Walmart to like Hardee's and Jenkins, all covered in rubble. Goddamn. <laughs> oh my God. I don't think it's that, Tanya, but I do know which one you're referring to. In Pike, it's not down, that one. Downtown Pikeville, the one where they Jesus they covered God. rock with fake rock. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate that. They it built like little drains coming out. Of, there's nothing creepier than that. seeing that shit, seeing a fake rock wall in a coal mine. I know. It is bizarre. I mean, it literally looks 8-bit. It looks like pixelated. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like old school Mario. <laughs> It's like a hillbilly Potemkin village or something. Everything's just artificial about this guy. I'm convinced it might even be, you know, a figment of our imaginations. <laughs> it's not even really there. I don't it's think like, Appalachia's real. <laughs> I, don't. I, I do wonder sometimes, honestly. I do wonder. Um, well... All right, so then let's let's move on to the uh, the main course, the thing that we God had to dine Tuesday out on Gras. for the week, <laughs> the feather and the cat. Um, so this has been going around. Uh, we're talking about de- declining tax bases, uh, declining populations in general, economic development. 
um, wonky attempts to solve these problems caused by neoliberalism with, you guessed it, more neoliberalism. Um, and uh, what takes the cake this week, what, what meets that criteria this week, is a progr- program called Ascend West Virginia. Oh, my God. I didn't even see. I didn't even hear that. Oh, God. Ascend. <laughs> you didn't know that was the name. Ascend, ascend to almost heaven. It makes sense. It, the branding is all right. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> here it is. It is... Uh, let, me get, let me pull this up on my computer. I have to look it on my computer because the fucking phone site just drives me insane. It's impossible to navigate. Okay, get paid $12,000 plus free outdoor recreation. Um, Did they say how the how they come up with that number? <laughs> they actually, they might. Um, we're offering some... Because okay. it's, it's half of West Virginia's median income. <laughs> Interesting. Um, so here's what it is. That's $1,000 a month for a year. Here's what it is. This is an offer. This is an offer from... uh, Well, let me read you the offer first, and then I'll tell you who's offering you the offer. There's a a reason that 50 years ago, John Denver coined West Virginia as almost heaven in his hit song, Take Me Home, Country Roads, and we'd like to share it with you. (laughs) (laughs) I'd, well, I'd also like to share with you that he actually didn't know where the fuck he was. He was in Virginia, and when he wrote that song, he wrote it about Virginia. So carry on. Damn, dude. Y'all, y'all know that uh, that he died recently. Who? John Denver. John Denver. Yeah, he's been. He's been. Yeah, he's Rocky. He was getting Rocky Mountain high. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> do you know that? Um, do you know that? Uh, Willie Nelson died recently. <laughs> <laughs> what was he doing? Yeah, he's playing on the road again. <laughs> There's a video that comes with this I didn't watch. Jesus. Um, the story. Having reached the greatest heights of business success in Silicon Valley and beyond, Brad Smith could not escape the magnetic pool of his home state. One thing became clear. West Virginia was drawing him back to the mountains that made him. With the minds of visionaries, Brad... This was much more fun if you read it in a sort of... With the minds of visionaries, Brad and Alice Smith made a transformational transformational investment in almost heaven that is changing the landscape of remote work forever. Ascend West Virginia was born with the mission of sharing West Virginia's unbeatable quality of life with remote workers... Wow. Just like you. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> unbeatable quality. I got something of life. I want to say about unbeatable quality of life. Yeah, I got a thing or two myself. It's not often. <clears throat> it is not often that I echo something that I myself wrote. But I want to just. Are you about read. to quote yourself? <laughs> I just, I'm about to quote something I wrote. That's why you got a pocket. Only because I know it's the only place I know of it where it where it's at. Where it exists, but uh, 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 um. uh, da, 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 da. it's worth noting, should you be tempted to close this tab thinking Mansion's record doesn't apply to you, that the fact that likely you, me, 
And every other American walking around have a toxic DuPont-produced chemical called C8 taking up residence in their tissues. <laughs> Above a certain threshold, C8 might lead to kidney cancer, or it might just swell your prostate to the size of a regulation tournament-legal botch ball. When DuPont was ordered to pay $196 million in C8-related damages in 2008... Then West Virginia Governor Manchin filed an amicus brief urging the state Supreme Court to review the judgment after conferring with the DuPont executives. And this is after years and years of spills with not only C8, but also cadmium, arsenic, and oh. four methylcyclohexane methanol spills, among other insults to West Virginia's waterways that find themselves into the Ohio River and beyond. So guess what? West Virginia's unbeatable quality of life is actually all of our unbeatable quality of life all over the country. It all goes downstream, boy. It all goes downstream, baby. You think, hey, next time you think about almost heaven, just know that there's like some sort of Teflon in your fucking kidney tissue right now because of Joe Manchin. Yeah, you know what starts up there? You're drinking water. That's right. Oh, man. Not really mention, amazing, really. I mean, just truly amazing to just say, like, straight face that you have an unbeatable quality of life in yeah. West fucking Virginia. West Virginia has, uh, like, th- hundreds of thousands of gallons of slurry impounded above elementary schools. Just ready, ready to rupture <laughs> any day. They, they are home to the Buffalo Creek disaster, which didn't drown 126 people and skinned them alive because it come off the mountain that fast. Yeah, man, it's not good. (laughs) It ain't good. We we, we don't have to imagine what it will be like with these impoundments. We know. We've seen it. So what this company is proposing, (laughs) or I guess it's not really a company, I dug in. I followed the money, like any good investigative reporter. I'm gonna start hooking myself up. Trail? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a blood pressure machine and start hooking myself up during these recordings <laughs> and monitor my blood pressure. <laughs> oh dear! I've been meaning to tell you. Uh, you do look a little flush sometimes when we discuss some of the headier topics. Well, I tell you, I got a facial recently, and the esthetician told me I have rosacea. I had no idea. Hey, I've got so. that too. Right, gets gets the best of us. I'm gonna watch this video. Can't wait. We've got drone shots of mountaintops, people in the kayak, people climbing a it's mountain. A climb that's been started by so many. It's the climb. A climb taken by those who seek a life less ordinary. Dude, listen to this. Who long to break free from the mundane and move yeah. to a higher place in a world that offers experiences. <laughs> Simple and pure. <laughs> they really are making this sound like Jurassic Park. West Virginia begins with the promise of discovery and ends in a place that feels like home the moment you arrive. Yeah. There are no crowds, I did. concrete jungles here. <laughs> Just rivers, mountains, okay. and room to put down roots. A kibos. This is a <laughs> Our mountain towns are home to some of America's greatest innovators, makers. And downright hard workers. Like the trill bills. We've reached the peak and uncovered <laughs> our greatest secret. That this is a heavenly place. Dude, that's such a funny... Gives to you more than There's people just standing out in front of a... Virginia, we live and work 
a restaurant that just says acai bowls or acai bowls or whatever on the outside. Like, what are you? Where are you? You're not, you're not in McDowell County. How do you say that? Is that acai, acai, acai? Worth living. I don't know. Ascend, West Virginia. It's not saying what they're doing. Hell yeah. Uh, hell yeah, little Imagine Dragons. Did a Christian band song. definitely did. Like, they definitely picked a youth group band from... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Beckley. definitely... Uh, uh, they couldn't spring for John Denver? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't Tanya, say... Tanya, he's dead. He was getting Rocky Mountain high. <laughs> okay, it doesn't say in that video what they're offering. What they're offering is $12,000 for you to move to West Virginia. It says... Uh, as if life in West Virginia isn't prized enough, we'll actually pay you $12,000 to move here. No strings attached. Over the course of the first year in your new mountain town, you'll receive $10,000. That's right, you'll get ten grand just for moving here. When you fall in love with Almost Heaven, and we're sure you will, you'll receive an additional 2000 for your second year in West Virginia. Whether you put this $12,000 towards a new car for scenic drives down our country roads or a new mountain bike is totally up to you. It's true what they say. Money goes further in the mountains. All right, look. look. What this is. <laughs> well, you haven't factored in the increased health care costs and what this alcoholism is, you will no doubt develop. This is not geared at a poor and working person. Because a poor and working person like could not like afford to move all their shit from, like, let's say they saw this ad, they live in Nebraska, they're like, all right, we're going to go to fucking West Virginia. They couldn't afford to move all their shit and live off just that much money. Even in a place like West Virginia where the cost of living is pretty low. What this They don't is, want more poor people. No, exactly. This is geared... This is a signing bonus for a young professional. That's what exactly what it is. And that's why it's geared towards people who are uh, remote workers. That's 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 what they're calling them in this. Like It's because it's like we have essential workers and now we have remote workers. You know what I'm saying? You know they're gonna, like, we want people who already have a job. <laughs> you know what's don't come happen. here and take our jobs. <laughs> Bring your job here. You're going to get a bunch of fucking lanyards dicks from like shepherd's town like the dc suburbs part of west virginia yeah are going to like move from dc into like just that little sliver of west virginia near like harper's ferry and stuff yeah and they're gonna be like all right give me my 12k and then they're just gonna like just praise them for their grit and determination for that huge move what's wild there th- west virginia is not even the first state to do this really hawaii hawaii did this i think alaska too why would Hawaii do that? Social programming. It says social programming on there on here. What we the have friends who applied to move to Hawaii uh, in the, under one of these very programs to help you acclimate to your new home. are to help you acclimate to your new home among the hills. We have several events up our sleeve. Enjoy your own country roads <laughs> tour, <laughs> an outdoor focused welcome trip, completely on us. Here you'll get to explore West Virginia's iconic landmarks and discover a few of our hidden gems. Make lasting connections with your new neighbors and their families. All while discovering the best of West Virginia. Dude. <laughs> I can't even fucking... Like, <laughs> All right, well, here's... Okay, I have a series of questions. Um, one, is there a limit? Like, do they have... What's the budget on this? How many people are getting 12 Gs to move there? I looked two, it up. If you just moved, 
can you get it because my friend just moved home to west virginia and i messaged them i was like hey maybe you can figure out how to get this 12 g's no retroactive sorry well if they have it dude the guy that fucking have y'all looked at the guy that's doing this okay we let's let's look at the master behind the yes let's belittle his physical appearance (laughs) hey do share screen. Show Drop it to a us. pin, bro. Uh, how do you share screen here? Down at the bottom, it says share screen. Multiple. One it's person. green. I want to share my screen. Okay. Is it working? Can you see it? No. Desktop one. Share. Come on. I got to open up my privacy settings. Ah, forget it. Okay. Anyways. Um, let's, let's meet the, let's meet the master behind this, uh, masterful plan. This is my favorite type of investor. Like, oh, this is my favorite. I love reading these on these, um, on, on these, uh, like just transition things. Following decades of Silicon Valley success leading brands like Intuit's TurboTax to the top, one thing became clear to Brad D. Smith. His heart never left his home of his West Virginia. This motherfucker is the reason why every year I have to pay like an extra $200 just so a software program will do my fucking tax. Because they lobby every year so, so that the government can't do the tax taxes for you. God damn. It's like, bro, I got news for you. You owe me twelve grand. <laughs> More than that. With clear eyes and a deep love for the mountains that made him, Brad and his wife Alice. Oh no 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 no! He did not say. He did not use the old Friday Night Lights. Oh dear! Oh my God! We want you to experience work-life balance in a brand new way through community, purpose, and the new outdoors you can bring your remote work to in the mountains of West Virginia. Um. Okay, there's a few things we can we could go down a few paths here. <clears throat> um, so you asked Tanya, how are they paying with this? Uh, by the way, Brad D. Smith, an absolute ghoulish looking figure. <laughs> like, I have to look him up here. A, an absolute ghoulish looking figure, my friends. Um, uh, he Brad D. Smith, American businessman. He's on the boards of Intuit, Nordstrom, and Survey Monkey. Bro, uh, he looks straight terrifying. <laughs> Wait, so drop a link in the chat, bitch. Let uh, me see. All right. Tanya, I, I, wanna, I don't say this about very many people. You really don't want to see this guy. <laughs> Here, okay. That's the program overview. He's at the top. Um, He kind of looks like... Um, Ben Shapiro's uh, sister's <laughs> husband, and then the gun girl's gay husband. I didn't want to like say I put it, him bro. in the pantheon of like obviously gay husbands. I didn't want to say it, bro. Oh, there are featured towns. Lewis, of course, Lewisburg. I told you, that's where the fucking resorts at. I'll go ahead and say this, bro. Where's that? Where are y'all looking at this? Where's the? I people? sent you the link just now. I'll go ahead and tell you this, bro. I'm a goddamn astronaut if Brad D. Smith doesn't prefer the company of men. <laughs> God, that's just, well, that's not I'm just going to listen. I'm not trying to out nobody. I'm just calling balls and strikes here. 
Look, okay, let's let's look at let's look at what they do here. Outdoor recreation asset enhancement and development. Oh Anytime someone comes to your town telling you it's time to at uh, map some assets, we're gonna do some asset mapping. <laughs> Grab your Get Kalashnikov. <laughs> Get the fuck out. That's what. Run. <laughs> Go round up a posse of some of your best friends in their ATVs. Tie them to the back of a horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, fueled by $6 million investment, we will continue to create user-friendly experiences, reduce barriers to access, and increase participation for our trails, waterways, and beyond. Um, so, to do all this... <clears throat> There's a very dystopian tab at the top of this page called Community Readiness. <laughs> what Community Readiness is, is it shows you how to um, it shows you how to make your community ready to receive the remote workers. So you have to meet like a certain uh, you know couple of criteria. You have to you have to meet some uh, some checks and boxes. On the criteria, you can also be a local ambassador. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm still hung up on Brad D. Smith. This I'm man still, looks like I'm still hung up on him, like being involved in Intuit and fucking fleecing me for the last ten guys. Literally, former Silicon Valley CEO. This man looks like blood, like he has got child's blood coursing through his veins. Does he, he not? He actually Tons. looks like he doesn't have enough blood. <laughs> this man. Has killed someone to receive their life blood. Uh, see, I mean, obviously, because like I said, as you can tell, he does not have enough of it. He was very. Yeah, pale. He looks like a vampire. Okay, look. Look at those cheekbones. I'm gonna zoom in on this. I ain't got good eyes no more. Uh, listen, I have curated a gorgeous collection of eyeglasses, only to realize that I'm fairly certain I need a stronger prescription. So. Jokes on me. About that either, Tanya, How but. do I zoom in? Oh, this is so fucking brainless. It's so fucking bleak. This man's wearing mascara and lipstick, absolutely. <clears throat> well, yeah, definitely. But he, well, I mean, that's he, just, has, he has that's no just, color. That's just show business, but... Uh. Uh, okay. I had to look into the community readiness tab, because I had to know. What what do you have to do to, to make your community... Um, attractive to remote workers here are top here are the top five community needs to successfully attract and retain remote workers finally somebody with, with a, mind, a mind for innovation and backbone for perseverance did you already say this no i didn't terrence he does have a backbone <laughs> Who's, who has a backbone blown out by perseverance <laughs> <laughs> with a backbone <laughs> <laughs> Clear eyes and a blown out backbone. Oh man, I cannot process. He really is the CEO. No, like of you may tell you, QuickBooks. You may tell you who what he really looks like. He really looks like he pastors a mega church. Yep, yep, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I mean, he he really does look like a vampire. I love vampires. This man is dead in the eyes. So he's lived for three hundred years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at the average. A uh, look at the average remote. Okay, so this is what the. Just in case you're just now tuning in. <laughs> um, in case. Also, you... what's this broad's name? What is this name? Is this Alice? That's Alice. Yeah. Who have 
you ever seen that spelling before? That's his loving wife, Elise. That's Alice. She's um, the founder of her own meditation business called Better to <clears throat> Meditate. So, and she also sits on the board of the New Opportunity School for Women in Kentucky. This is kind oh of interesting. God, I've been thinking that, that explains some shit. This is kind of interesting because you guys remember, like, and this, and people still say this all the time. Like, this isn't, um, this has not gone away. Um, but I feel like Rand Paul was on this for a little while. But I remember him saying, like, uh, and other people say this from time to time, that the only way to really grapple with what's happening in places like eastern kentucky and west virginia in in the rust belt is to just pay people to leave well this is interesting because now you kind of really with this this just kind of makes it blatantly clear like what they mean by that is that they would gladly exchange like ethnically cleanse basically i don't know what other word uh, that's not the right word not ethnically cleanse but like class cleanse like basically just completely get all of the dirty unwashed masses out of the state and repopulate it with you know the professional people (laughs) the people with jobs the people start the ascent to shepherd town they literally this is wild so look this is what this is how it's marketed. It says remote work is on the rise. Forty seven percent of workers are or will have the ability to work remotely in the future. Fifteen point nine million people have moved since the big pandemic began. Thirty nine percent of urban dwellers said the covid-19 crisis has prompted them to consider leaving for less crowded places. Here's the West Virginia advantage. Uncrowded places. <laughs> Largest mountain town has less than 50,000 residents. World-class outdoor recreation. More than 1.5 million public acres with more than 1,500 hiking trails and the greatest density of whitewater. Affordability. Cost of living is 16% below national average. Low cost of doing business. Ranked as sixth most affordable state to do business. Here's a look at the average remote worker that they want to attract to the state. Their their annual salary is $90,000 a year. Um... Oh my god! Yeah, you're right. This is just like this is just like ethnic cleansing of the poor and unwashed. I, basically, that's what they're trying to pay people, the people they like, with the politic, the creative class. This is pretty much like the creative class thing, uh, but people are still doing it. They're still fucking go for it. Um. But here are the five community needs, the top five community needs that your community needs to successfully attract and retain remote workers. Number one, essential assets. Got to have those essential assets, dog. Um, Essential assets are foundational factors that serve as the building blocks of strong, remote, worker-friendly communities. (laughs) I'm going to fucking lose my mind, dude. Oh, my God. This is like... Oh my god. Communities looking to attract remote workers must have both reliable broadband and a wide array of housing options, including both rentals and forever homes. It's like the people that live there now, it's like, nah, it's not, they don't need broadband, but the people we move here, they're going to need it, you know? So. God. Yeah, it's like, yeah, if we're going to move, if we're going to shake this economy, if we have to have some people uh, living in the state that are deserving of basic services, and that's where you, the, the much ballyhoo PMC come in. That's right. Um, number two, outdoor assets. 
It's no secret that West Virginia is known for its four seasons of outdoor recreation. From hiking trails and whitewater runs to ski slopes and ATVs, the popularity and desire to be near such assets has continued to increase. No longer tied to desks or corporate headquarters, people are moving to places that provide wide open spaces with plenty of room to roam, a.k.a. no black people. No people. Yeah, that it is. There is white supremacist code words of this. Room to roam. Uh, wide <laughs> yeah. open space. Wide yeah. open space. Yeah. I mean, this is like that. Uh, that that Boulder that, thing. That Bolt. Yeah, the Denver woman. Mm-hmm. If you love West listen, Virginia, listen, listen. Why stop with the goddamn John Denver slander? <laughs> The man's dead, okay? He died. He died because he got too Rocky Mountain High. But one thing's for sure, he's 100% male. I don't know, y'all. I can't I can't process much more of this. The like, third thing, your community is going to go down, Tanya. Put, put, coat it in some sugar. Well, it's going down the gullet. I can't handle much more. The the third thing your community needs, community vibrancy. While remote workers today may be migrating away from major metropolitan areas, they are seeking a higher quality of life that still provides the modern conveniences they have come to know and enjoy, from diversity of cuisine to the availability of local boutiques and art to galleries. To fabulous gay nightlife. <laughs> diversity of... To pepperoni rolls. Come get your pepperoni rolls. Diversity oh of cuisine. Listen... Uh, <laughs> one... This is just. If Kentucky did this, I would, I would absolutely go ballistic. <laughs> so I can only imagine what West Virginians who have been begging the state to do anything actually to support uh, West Virginians. And it's obvious from this website they're targeting D.C. metro area. They want people to move from D.C. Right. Because it's like that's the. It, you know, it's just a day's drive, and the Charleston Airport has a direct flight to D.C. I don't know about Morgantown. Oh fuck! And all this, meanwhile, there—I I like how there's nothing in this um, in their language uh, about what the legislature of West Virginia is doing right now to literally strip health care from kids and just ostracize people who live there even further this is it like what's the future of tourist economies this is the future of tourist economy like you're not even like this is this is this is the next level tourism you convince people to move here oh yeah well don't just come here on weekends and spend your money just come on spend just come on Listen, I, well, listen. Look, this is we we got everything in the city. We got Bob Evans. We got um, you know we got the Starbucks. Is this considered a government program? Well, yeah, it kind of is because they're work because Jim Justice wrote part of the thing. Yeah, he's for on this, the thing. and he's on the board or whatever. And the it looks like this. So the ARC has provided funds. Our our good buddies at the AML 
at abandoned mines lands have provided no funds. fucking way uh i bet power plus plan or some shit is on here i mean these are all this is what people have been fight this is what people have been uh <laughs> lobbying for reclaim for this is what they wanted out of the reclaim act i mean th- look this is the future okay this is the future of appalachia what it is declining infrastructure uh, here's the thing it's declining civil infrastructure because there will um there there <laughs> declining civil infrastructure like roads and water system like Mar- martin county or just the road outside of your fucking street but an increase exponentially in carceral infrastructure and so if you can convince if they can't root us out they're gonna lock us up and then dude, they're gonna populate our it's it's beautiful it's like that thing like our buddy jack really had had that thing with judy judas shept who we had on the show a couple years ago they had that statistic from their thing about jails in east kentucky that said in 113 years every person in the, in at the current rate of every incarceration child in person will be in jail will be locked yeah. up and yeah. it's at and that's current, right and that's the that's the logic here it's like just lock up all the poor people in jail attract all of the professional and creative class people so that they can be your new middle class tax base let them go out and hike and fucking have fun on the trails in the white water continue to pay their taxes that doesn't go to civil infrastructure just goes to carceral infrastructure and in the meantime the conservatives take over more and more of the political system (laughs) like that's where we're going man it's just it's true i mean uh, there over 20 u.s states have introduced just like disgusting anti-trans legislation but a particular piece of the west virginia legislation is to that teachers who don't out trans students like if they suspect a student is trans And they don't out them. They can be held. They can go to jail. They can be fine. They can like have all like they could literally lose their job. That's fucking. That's this legislation is so ill, so insane. Also, who's training? Who's what the fuck? What the fuck does that even mean? So like they're just they're just gonna start demonizing hunting children. Yeah, Yeah, literally hunting every little femme boy and mass girl out there. That they think just aren't presenting their whoever is not uh who whoever is not um practicing or playing or performing their gender uh appropriately, whatever gender they decide they should be performing, like mm-hmm. if you can't win an Oscar for your gender performance, you could be you could be put in jail, <laughs> yeah well when yeah you, that's where that's where we're headed. It's like this is the new wedge issue where they can just convince how moral, say, like, this is how they can say how moral they are because they ain't getting anywhere with abortion and gay marriage. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Doing nothing, nothing for West Virginians. Well, the West Virginia Housing Development Fund is putting money into this. (laughs) Not into helping poor people. Not into poor people. Can't you see she's ready to blow tops? I can't take anymore. (laughs) I really can't. Okay, here here's one of the frequently asked questions. How long? I quote a frequently asked question. How long do I have to live in West Virginia? <laughs> What's the bare minimum I can live? I can live in that 
goddamn coal smudge reprobate of a place. Oh, fuck. I still get, I still get my prize. I can't. How long till I have to tap out till like before I can tap out? Hey, what if a bunch of us like, like, uh, PMC but hillbillies just moved up there and took their 12k, and it's like just a lateral move for us. <laughs> Oh fuck! Uh, it was tough, but uh, you know we <laughs> we pers we showed some perseverance. Perseverance. Oh fuck, man! And some backbone, some perseverance, and some backbone. <clears throat> we're gonna have shirt. We're gonna get airbrush shirts that have the uh, Ascent West Virginia logo on it. And said I got my back blown out in <laughs> Shepherdstown. <laughs> 2021 through 2023 and on the back it's gonna say we're out of here after we pull our term this may very well be trying to attract rich white men uh gay men white gay men have a lot of wealth outdoor recreation wow that's pretty disgusting stereotype wow well i'm gonna tell you um these two also alice and brad they also started something. Uh, let's see if I can find it. Yes, yeah, a sham of a marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Would you stop making fun of this crypto fucking psycho? Because you think he's gay. Where oh, is God. this thing about the fucking? Um. They they established like this thing at West Virginia University called like the Brad and Alice Smith Economic Development. Yeah. Okay. Something. How is a Sand West Virginia funded? Did you find it's it? It's made. Yeah, it's made possible by a generous twenty five million dollar gift from Brad and Alice Smith. Brad and Alice. <laughs> They founded the the WVU Outdoor Economic Development Collaborative, which is doing this. This is not even government. This is literally like they just... How did these people get $25 million? Okay, uh, let me well. say something. Let me <laughs> say something real quick. You know how all this goddamn hand-wringing about... You know, Bernie Madoff died today, you know. Which, Who? Honestly, Bernie I, Madoff. I thought Bernie Madoff died seven years ago. I really did, but... Truly, me too. Regardless... Brother Bernie passed today, and everybody, all the liberal hand wringing about all the lives he's ruined by uh, skimming a little off the top from a fucking charity. It's like these ghouls are way worse than anything Bernie Madoff ever did. They're fucking like like looting the federal coffers to do like little fucking pet projects that give their buddies money, and we're mad at a guy that skimmed a little off the top in something that is like a glorified scheme anyway in charity <laughs> yeah he just didn't do it the right way you know yeah he just uh i will say this about bernie madoff too he had excellent taste in watches and footwear <laughs> i wish i could so badly find that fucking that that Office of Economic Development thing. That, oh, here it is. Outdoor Economic Development. Here it is. The Brad and Alice Smith Outdoor Economic Development Collaborative um, <clears throat> at the West Virginia University. Uh, this is literally on the West Virginia University website. This, um, yeah, this is... Right now, there, you can only move to Morgantown. That's the only eligible move right now. They, these these people have literally dropped 25 mil to... Uh, 
buy their neighbors to buy some new neighbors uh, they don't. Yeah. They don't like. They don't like the trailer park next door, and they're literally trying right. to. I just want to inter- I just want to email every fucking idiot on this thing. Oh yeah, let's just start spamming them. Just go fuck yourself, Forrest Schwartz. Go fuck no, yourself, not, Greg No, Corio. I'm going to inquire and say me and my six wives and our 27 children and 87 dogs are hoping to uh, move, and we're just wondering how many of uh, of we have seven people in our polyamorous relationship, and we're just wondering how many of us individually would get the 12 grand. <laughs> yeah how does that work every person in the household gets it yeah do me and all six of my wives get 12 grand because we can we can build a pretty sweet s- studio and make a lot of money on that one of the resources they offer is outdoor asset development i love to have my outdoor assets developed <laughs> i love them i love to have them blow it out <laughs> Blowing out your assets. Come map my asset, Brad. <laughs> God, please. Economic development is so is just riddled with innuendo. Like all these jobs. Assistant Dean of the Smith Outdoor Economic Development Collaborative. Director oh Director God. of the Smith Outdoor Economic. De- Assistant Vice President of the Smith. Out- all of these are fucking Washer. made up jobs. None Washer of these people of do work. They sit in a fucking office. I don't work either. But that's how I know. That's so how I know. They've I got, can spot a bullshit job. Yeah, they've got 25 to 30 mil, and they're going to spend a million of that divvying out these 12 grand grants, and the other 20-some mil is going to be spent paying themselves. Program quarter. Director of science behind the sport at the Smith Outdoor Outdoor Marketing and Communications Manager. <laughs> I want to be I want to be a professional asset mapper. <laughs> Buddy, there's you could do it. Um Wow. Well, there you go. That's the um West just in West Virginia. Community I mean, community playbook. I, I downloaded the community playbook and I, and I to download it I had to give them my fucking ad email address so I'm gonna get spam from them obviously. <laughs> so you get oh some. you can sign up here's here's what locals can do they can be local ambassadors. Well, that's what I was saying earlier. Like you can do you can have your you can make your community ready for the remote workers. You can lube your community up. <laughs> You can dilate them. your community for the remote workers. God. We got to get these communities shovel ready. We got to get them shovel ready. <clears throat> Transportation. Abandoned mine lands. Reclamation pilot program. Um. Shit. <clears throat> Wow. Uh, for additional information, wow. <laughs> wow. You can go make your own judgment call about a cent West Virginia about visiting. <laughs> My fucking brain is completely fried by this. It's just so I can't fucking. It's so fucking stupid. It's so fucking stupid. It's so fucking offensive. Ah. Uh, 
This is, I mean, like... You you guys just hate everything. <laughs> I don't know why you can't get on board with getting your back blown out in Shepherdstown. <laughs> I do hate everything. My hate, I have so much pure hate in my heart. Just raging. Uh-huh. Well, I hope Jim Justice gets his dream of Disney World, though. I do too. I'd give anything to have Jim see that through. Yeah, like that—that's what he wants, and like that's what he dreams about all day in his office, just fucking twiddling his thumbs. He's like, you know what, guys? I'm surprised he didn't say Dollywood, honestly. Well, it's—it's it's the same thing. I mean, it's, very own Dollywood. I'm imagining some like uh, Steamboat Willie comes out. You know, out of the mind and says, I think we got the black one now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's like the most perverted Disney world you've ever yeah. seen. You know what I mean? Like, well, we've already got a taste of that in Benham. That, what's it called? That underground mine they, attraction they've got up in oh, Benham. Portal up in, 31. Yeah, Portal 31 in Harlan County. They got Disney-style animatronics in there, fucking donkeys and everything, and it's bizarre. Well, doctors... I want, <laughs> I want to do a mine. I want to do a mine that's like a creation museum, but a mine's... And, like, you go underground and you, like, say, uh, dinosaurs never actually existed. <laughs> and then, like, you just show how, like... God, all this coal around us. God made that two thousand years ago in his in his workshop in the North Pole. Well, they get at that a little bit in the Portal Thirty One. At the end, there's a little movie you watch when you get to the end of the track on the man trip. And uh, but it actually it says, I think it says the world is like older. I think it actually admits <clears throat> to evolution. Wow, that's so you went to the progressive minds. That was well. That's the local university. I think it's mostly their money, so they had to uphold some. You, level went, to the, you went to the liberal minds. Portal Thirty One's the liberal minds. Yeah, Portal Thirty One's liberal minds. Whew. All right, I gotta get off here, Nate. I'm about to die, and mm. I want to kill myself after reading this. Pep was gonna go ahead and take the toaster to the hot tub with me. Pepperoni goals got my heart. My cholesterol up. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to Appalachian Regional Hospital. <laughs> they, they, under the healthcare tab, under frequently asked questions, they are. Uh, they said that Beckley Westford Beckley's ARH is some of the best healthcare in the world. <laughs> hey, golly! I moved here last year and they gave me twelve thousand dollars. And now I owe it in hospital bills. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, I got a date with a. Damn. I was doing Mickey Mouse, West, West Virginia Mickey Mouse. With a blow dryer. Uh, in a. Okay, all right. Okay, all right, well. let's get it. Let's leave. Um, <clears throat> let's. Thanks for recording. <laughs> thanks for doing your Thanks job. for being with us. <laughs> thanks. Thank you. Um, go check us out on the Patreon. P A T R E O N dot com slash Trillbilly Workers Party. Uh, maybe one day Give we can money. have enough money to pay you to move here. Uh, <laughs> I'll That's pay you not to move here. Let's take $12,000 and pay somebody to move to Eastern Kentucky. 
Just a random fan. Just, yeah. <laughs> just oh, a randomly God. selected fan. Just one. It's just one. That's all we can afford. Today, with your generous contribution. That's right. Also, just give us some money. I feel so physically poor. <laughs> Help me out. <laughs> give me something to look forward to. That's okay. All one. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, go apply for West Ascend West Virginia and go sign up for Trillbilly's Patreon. And we'll see you next time.